Hey guys, this is Daniel, Skipper, and we are Blue Room Insight. And today we're probably going to have a short uh, recording for you. Uh, not too much really happening. Uh, some hockey games. It's All-Star Weekend. Yeah, so basketball's kind of out, but it's been a fun All-Star Weekend so far. Yeah. Uh, you know, unless your name's Aaron Gordon. <sighs> so sad, so sad. Um and then the XFL, you know, this is week two of that. And there's just a couple things, world news, that really concerns, I guess, the United States. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, that's basically it. Sports-wise, it's kind of dead. F1 starts next month, I want to say. There's some fighting going on, but I can't remember their names. That's actually happening tonight uh, on ESPN+. And then... First... Uh... The qualifying race for the Marbula One. Marbula One. Oh, if you guys actually ever decide to check that out, it will hook you in a very surprising way. Um, Skipper, how do you how do you find it? How do you watch it? Uh, it's all on YouTube. It's Gels Marble Runs, and that's J E L L E. And it, yeah, it's it's fun. I don't know why, but it is. It's just really interesting. Um, well, on to some other news. Uh, the coronavirus still basically leading everything in the news other than the debates. Yeah. Um, the death toll is now around 1,600, and it has infected more than 69,000, which is a lot of people. Uh, most of that still is in China. So we'll be... Still keeping tabs on that, just to keep you guys updated. Um, they put up a hospital in 10 days, and then when they got done with that, they put up another hospital in 12 days. Impressive of what the communist regime can do when they really put themselves together. Uh, other than how that, often is that? Well, clearly not often enough, or this wouldn't have happened. <laughs> um, so about the debates. So we had... New Hampshire, while I was gone, yeah, uh, Bernie Sanders won that. He did? Yeah, which... It was another close race. It was, surprisingly to me, to be honest. I didn't think... Before all this, I didn't realize how well Pete would be doing. I honestly did not think he was going to do that much. So, I am really impressed and, yeah. and kind of shocked. A bit, um, yeah. Hopefully... You know, things will he start clearing up. Yeah, he is currently leading in the delegate field with 22. S Sanders is one behind. Oh, wow. And, and then no one else has broken double digits yet. By any chance, do you know what state is next? Is it Nevada? It's Nevada, then South, South Carolina. Carolina. Okay. Uh, any idea who you think will win Nevada? I think uh, Bloomberg will have a, a boost in Nevada. I don't think he's going anywhere. I don't. I don't think. He, I don't know. Like I don't think he's going to be a nominee, but I think he will have a boost in Nevada. Um, so our top five are going to be Pete. I can't say his last name. Buttigieg. Sure. Buttigieg. Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, Amy Klobuchar, and you can Joe say Biden. Amy's last name, but you can't yes. say Pete. That's actually hilarious. Big surprise, though, with Biden. You know, like, yeah. I honestly thought when I heard he was running, I was like, oh, okay. So, in my eyes, between him and Bernie Sanders, because Bernie Sanders is very popular. Yeah. 
But I just thought with Joe's experience with Obama, yeah. he would have been a favorite to a lot of people, especially in the Democratic Party, and maybe even some moderates that lean a little left. From what I've seen of Biden, it just doesn't seem like he's all there. <laughs> he's not energetic enough. I feel like the spark's just not there. Of what I've seen. Like, he's just... I don't really care if he's energetic. Well, yeah, but like I'm saying, just, like, at a rally, you want to be able to pump up the crowd. Yeah. Like, even Andrew Yang could pump up the crowd. I'm sorry, Yang gang. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I wanted you guys to go far. I really did. So, I'm sorry about that. Um, But, yeah, and then, what do you think about Amy? Um, I've seen her up on the stage. She's not bad. I need to actually look into her policies. Yeah. Well, I guess good luck to them on the next one. Of those five, she would probably be the most likely I would vote for. Oh, really? Probably, yeah. Because hmm. I'm not voting Bernie. <laughs> it's just no. I'm not voting Warren. I can't do Biden. I just don't feel like he'd do good. I mean, he may not do anything, though. You yeah. know? Like, that might be a good thing. If, obviously, he would get in. I don't know who I'm going to vote for. And then it's I really like, still too early. I like Pete, except for his gun stance, and that's a deal-breaker <laughs> for me. It's so... It's so hard being in, in the middle, isn't it? Yeah. It's so hard. And, it's, and it sucks because it's almost like everybody that we have... Including the sitting, it's still. It's not great. It's up in the air. Yeah. It's not bad. Like it could be worse. It yeah. really could be. So I mean, you know, let's let's be lucky that we're not in complete anarchy yet. Even though I think I would thrive. <laughs> it's just the libertarian in me. But um, yeah, I mean, I just want I just want a a nominee that wants the Constitution, you know, yeah. and looks at everybody equally. And all that fun stuff. Even though I don't think we were all, you know, necessarily in equal positions in, in the country. But we all have an opportunity, you know, to get places. Um, but I, I hope that just something like that happens. Where, you know, we are a republic. And people can't forget that. Um, but yeah. So, on to some fun sports. Um, as... We said earlier, the NBA All-Star uh, has started this week. It did. And so far, it's been off to a great start. Uh, yesterday was the um, celebrity bas basketball game and the, rising star, and the Rising Star. I didn't either. Um, I know Team... Uh, I'm, I want to say Team America won. Team I, USA. Team USA. But like, I don't know if that happened against Team World. Or something like that. But um, I do, however, know that the NBA All-Star MVP was named after Kobe. So that's going to be really cool. Yeah. Um, I definitely appreciate that. And uh, there were some really cool surprises, actually, out of the last three events. The Skills Challenge, the Three-Point Contest, and the Dunk Contest. All three was kind of surprising to me. Not in a shocking way. Well, maybe the dunk contest. Oh, dunk contest. But other than that, everything else pretty much ended the way I thought it would. Um, 
Bam Adebayo, he won the All-Star Skills Challenge, which it was awesome to watch. I know that you were away from it, but did you catch the highlights? Yeah. Okay. Like, first of all, everybody that basically was in the first round just went out like that. Just boom, boom, boom. Next thing you know, it was all bigs. And it was crazy. And then Bam came out, and he, like, it was so funny because, like, the commentators were like, oh, this is where he might not get it. And it was a three-point, and he just hits it. First one. First round, hits it. And I was like, oh, we're in for some." Dwayne Wade knew. He knew. But it was crazy. Um, But that was awesome that he won that. I, I had a lot of fun watching him. And it was, there was... Every year during this time, the All-Star Weekend always has me basically on the edge of my seat. And I'm just like, yes, like bring me something crazy. And then the uh, three-point contest happened. And that was pretty crazy. Uh, Buddy Heald literally beat out Devin Booker on the final shot to win it 27-26. to And I thought Booker was going to win. That was my choice at the beginning was Booker. But wow, like what, how crazy, and super simple, basically said one sentence and that was it, and and I I appreciated it though, it was just super easy, to the point, boom, but the dunk contest, it happened, it did, I, I do still though, I wish I got to see more Pat, Pat Cunnington, I wanted to see more of him, being a Notre Dame fan, and watching him play a couple years ago uh, in Chapel Hill, that was just a lot of fun to watch him play the Tar Heels. So, dunked over two MVPs. I was excited to see what he had for round two. I just wanted, I just wanted to know, but we would never, we never. I knew, we both knew that he wasn't moving on, and we both knew Dwight wasn't moving on. But man, it made for an entertaining second round, though. So, Aaron Gordon on all four dunks before, I guess you could say, dunk contest overtime was all 50. And even his first one in overtime was a 50 as well. Right. And then you had uh, Derek Jones Jr., who did very well. And I will say, like, out of the dunks, I... I do think, out of the dunks, Jones Jr. had nicer dunks. They they were more pleasing to the eye. Yeah. But in slow motion, you take Aaron Gordon, and his dunks, they were just more complex, and they were faster than what people realized. Like, a blink of an eye, and you missed it. Both of them had very powerful dunks. Um... I was so happy to finally see a Jordan dunk. I, that's all I was waiting on. Uh, I think it had been really cool both of them did it because I think Aaron Gordon could have made that dunk, and I think that would have won him the how contest. Do you, how, how do you feel about the final call? I'm honestly not sure. Like I, well, Dwayne Wade gave him a 9, and I feel like Dwayne Wade knows his stuff. But he jumped over Taco Fall. Who is 7'5". Without shoes. Allegedly. <laughs> and he probably got seven three, seven four into the air because Taco did. Well, his, you know, he still jumped. He cleared him like he did. Taco had a sack on the back of his head. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
Yeah. And I just, I just don't, I just don't know how I feel. Like, it's almost a toss-up. Uh, we did run a poll, though. Yeah. So, if you want to check that poll. It's Last I looked at it, there were 19 votes, 84% of people saying Aaron Gordon. It could have changed. Check your, give an update. But, I think that's one of the things that really could have, like, I mean, that was crazy. Like, when you think about it. Like, everything that. Oh, just his between the legs, Gordon's three sixties, like there was just a lot. And come on, the tornado. It has not moved. <laughs> Man, people are probably in bed now. They're done. There was nothing else on sports. We were trying to flip through the channels, and we found what uh, hockey. We found Kings do a cool trick play. Yeah, they put up two goals in the last minute of the game, which was crazy. That was actually a lot of fun to watch. Um, but yeah, so like, I wish I understood hockey. <laughs> I think I'm going to. I think I'm going to try to. You've like said the rest that of the many season. times. I know. I really want to. Uh, this would be the season. I just don't know if I'm, who I want to root for. We're in Carolina. Just go, just go Penguins. I, I Penguins want to. And Hurricanes. But I was also thinking the Blue Jackets. Where Columbus, Ohio. Okay. So I don't know yet. Um, but yeah, like I mean, what do you have a favorite dunk? Like out of the contest that you saw. I did like the Jordan one at the end. I did too. I think to a point that was my favorite just because I think that dunk's a lot harder than people think it is. Yeah. To be able to pull the ball back, hold it, and then put it in, like, you're basically palming it the whole time. It was fun to watch Dwight dunk with yeah. his Superman. That brought me back to, like, 2008 or something like that. It was somewhere around there. I remember watching him dunk, and then I remember Nate Robinson becoming kryptonite and dunking yeah. over Dwight Howard. Little Nate Robinson. I remember all that. But yeah, I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't know if I had a favorite. There were just a lot of good dunks to me. This, to me, has been the best dunk contest in probably at least the last 15 years. And I only say 15 because... I've basically been watching them for the last 15 years. Best one you've seen, then. Right. So, it was crazy. And honestly, the all-star, or the, uh, even the three-point contest, like, that was one of my favorites that I've seen in a while. No, obviously, my like favorite is the Paul Pierce ones. Oh, that was really cool. I really enjoyed that they brought them in there. Booker hit both of them, too, in the first round. But, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say this has been one of my favorite three-point contests probably since 2010. When they doubted Paul Pierce, and Paul Pierce won it in his shoot-around jacket, like Larry Bird. <laughs> nah, he he beat out Steph Curry, and I can't remember the other one. But I know he beat out Steph Curry in 2010. But yeah, so... Little baby Steph. Uh, no one could beat Steph, I feel like, now. Like, he's just amazing. Um, and it is a little different <laughs> seeing the All-Star game without Steph... Clay, yeah. Kyrie, Kevin. It's weird. Like, I'm not going to lie. Um, Get some new faces in there, though. Yeah, it does. A lot of young faces. Yeah. And honestly, almost everybody there. Basically, a whole generation built almost by Kobe, which is pretty, yeah, like, amazing to me. But, um, yeah. So, NBA is doing great. I'm still super entertained. I'm so... I'm already... 
ready for like next week just to get back into actual games. Um, the XFL obviously started last week. We kind of covered it a little bit. This week it happened. DC Defenders are looking good. I, I don't know what it was. I literally picked them basically because of Cardell Jones, who was doing great. Um, but DC Defenders, they are looking so good on passing and their defense. It's insane. They have defense. They have more defensive touchdowns right now than any than the whole rest of the league. And they're doing. They're like I want to say. I didn't catch the game tonight, but if I remember correctly, they have three where the rest of the league combined has one. Huh. So that's pretty good. But uh, yeah, I mean, I really enjoy what they're doing. I'm actually happy that this is going so well. And it's so entertaining. Uh, just like there was a, a, a call and uh, actually this was in tonight's game. I did see, I saw a little bit. I didn't see all of it. Um, obviously my focus was the NBA all-star game. So, but I did see, I saw the highlight or I guess like the little bit where the guy made a catch. Right. It wasn't, it was obviously a catch, but they looked to see if it was a catch. I want to say they may have called it, which either way. And 10 seconds, that's all it took. They came back out. It was a catch. Like, it was super fast. They handled it perfectly. Like I, the way that this is going and the way that it's moving, as of right now, I have liked the two games that I've watched more than the NFL season that I watched. Now, you also can, didn't watch much of the NFL season. I have. If I watch one more game, no, you know, maybe two more games. I've watched just as much. XFL as I did NFL this season. And how does that make you feel? That the NFL's in trouble. <laughs> I just, like, it was kind of boring. Like, you just didn't catch my... It did not entertain me the way that NFL typically entertains me. It just wasn't as flashy. It wasn't as... Okay, and I, even defense. Like, I, lo- I didn't mind watching the Patriots defense, but then it got to a point where it was like... It was just normal defense again. Right. Like, and then... The Super Bowl was good. I enjoy. I really enjoyed watching the Super Bowl. I enjoyed the playoffs with the Titans, but it was just it was just kind of stale. And you know, we got Philip Rivers that has agreed to leave. Which yeah. you remember how I said Tampa Bay was probably possible destination yeah. for him. Uh, it seems like that might be a thing. And Tom Brady is basically his number one team, or they say number. There's two teams that are pursuing him a lot, and it's. Uh, the Chargers, and the Colts. So, I'll see how that happens. But I see, I still see I, the Cowboys. I, I, I don't see the Cowboys. No, I'm saying I see them pursuing him. I don't. Really? Yeah. They haven't made a move on Dak yet. And Dak's asking for all of it. But I don't, I don't see him see, doing it. I don't see Tom Brady. I don't know how the reliable the source was, but I said don't roll out him going to the Giants. I'm not. I ruled that out. So my automatic take is Giants are out. And yours is Cowboys are out? But when did they sign Amari Cooper? And Jason Winton stays. Think of that offensive line. And their defense was not bad. I think out of ready teams, 
the two best teams right now that we named yeah. would be the Colts or the Cowboys. Unless he obviously sticks with the Patriots. But if he had to leave, the Colts have young wide receivers. They have a good line now, kind of. I mean, they did enough. And then the running game, Mac is he's doing really good. Yeah. But the Cowboys, I think they're the best all-around team. They just have to get it together. Like out of the teams yeah. we named. But it'll Colts, be interesting. I can see that. But, but not I, the Cowboys. I still don't see Cowboys. Why? Why don't you see the Cowboys... You you know he wants that you know they want to win. I know they want to win. They want to bring a Super Bowl back to Dallas. I don't see them coming to terms with just. I don't see that contract happening. You don't see them just. But do you see them signing Dak? Yes. Do you see them? But you don't see them at all pursuing Tom. No. I see them pursuing Tom and Tom going back to the Patriots and then they resign Dak. I actually see Dak as the second. Option. We will see how that unfolds. It'll be definitely interesting. I am. I this NF last NFL season for. I'm sorry, preseason was more interesting to me than the actual season. And I think this season will be really interesting again, especially with Antonio Brown now apologizing to everybody. He's obviously wanting back, and just everything that's going on. I just see it. What is he up to at the moment? Because I know he got arrested at one point. Uh, I think he's on, like, house, not house arrest, but he's, like, chilling out at home. <laughs> I don't want to say he's, uh, like, on house arrest. I think he was released. I think he's bail. Okay. So, I don't know. You know how the, the legal trial, yeah, it's, it'll, it might be a few months before anything ever happens. Um, but yeah, I think that's going to be pretty crazy. Um... That's basically all we have for sports. I am excited for baseball this season. I will say that. Um, we can kind of talk about Oscars. I don't know if you saw anything about it, but Parasite won Best Picture, which was... I finally got around seeing that. How was that? It was really good. If you can get it around watching or reading the subtitles, then it... it subtitles the entire movie? Yeah, but it was good. Like, I enjoyed it. And, like, honestly, like, well, you know me. I, I've watched Godzilla films. And, uh... Ultraman. Ultraman, yeah. And Ultra Q. But, like, uh, uh, overall, like, it was a really good movie. And I think I want to say the producers that produced it made Mother. And Mother is, like, one of my favorite movies. So that was, like... Parasite was, like, a dark humor thriller kind of movie. And there was a couple surprises in it. I, I won't give any spoilers. But if you guys haven't seen it, I definitely would. What did, without spoiling anything, what is it about? Well, the title kind of says everything. But don't think of the like think of more the definition of parasite and then put that towards a human. As in the human is the parasite kind of. Just think of it but not obviously as but just think of it that way. Okay. Um like I said, definitely rent it, even buy it. Like, it's worth it. Alright. Um, I also watched, finally, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which was really good. And that was from Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. And I, so I had some friends tell me that it was... Alright. Yeah, or not that great. I think it was great. I thought it was a really good movie. Uh, I, I was actually uh, entertained the whole way through. Um, it wasn't as boring as people said it was. 
It wasn't like trying to watch The Irishman. Did you ever finish that? Yeah, we already talked about it. Actually, I'm pretty sure on the po- on a couple podcasts ago. Oh. So, but yeah, it was just... They're both really good. Um, Jojo Rabbit comes out Tuesday. So, I'm probably going to pick that up Tuesday. There's no probably about it. You're going to pick it up Tuesday. Yeah, I am. I'm going to pick that up Tuesday. That was my favorite movie of the year still. Um... So yeah, do you have anything to say? Um, our ad, any crazy stuff? Just a little. That the one scene in Jojo Rabbit, they say, uh, don't really know too many plot points about it. Yeah, but I saw a post about it the other day. They said hail Hitler thirty-seven <laughs> times within a minute. Yeah, so that was basically at the beginning of the movie. Is it? Yeah. Okay. And um, <laughs> he is basically in the mirror, and he's getting ready for his uh, obvious, the, uh, oh, what is it? It's basically the no- little Nazi Boy Scouts. Yeah. What is that called? I can't think of it. I don't know. <sighs> anyway. Oh, no, I can't think of it now. It's a big point. Anyways, uh, youth. Not Is it Nazi youth group? No, that sounds too easy. I I don't know Nazi. Anyways, the Nazi youth. Yeah, and he's in the and he's like, since this movie's been out for a while, I'm gonna say it. But he's in front of a mirror and he's like practicing. You know, I'm saying Hell Hitler, yeah. and uh, obviously, uh, Hitler is his like imaginary friend, and he comes up to him and he's basically like telling him like, you gotta be more confident than that, and like all this stuff about. Just that is being not the scene I was thinking of. Really? Yeah. Oh, um, and then he, he like he runs down the lane and runs out and he just starts yelling it all over town. That's not it. Oh, really? Yeah. What is it? Um, he opens up the front door and there's like this group of five guys. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. Okay, no, I know that part too. That part's actually that's real. That's another really. The whole movie's funny, but yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, uh, these guys come in. And they're basically like this kind of like SS. Huh? You're right, like an SS group for them. And they're going around, and they decided to search this kid's home because of alleged stuff. And they're just introducing themselves. And every time they introduce themselves, they say it. Yeah. And then the boy says it. And then Sam Rockwell's character comes in and he says it. And then his right hand man comes in and he says it. And then, but they all say it again. Yeah. And then they go upstairs, and there was a Jewish girl hiding, but she. Pretends to be a sister, and then she says it to them, and it, it's just so. It, it made me laugh a lot, like, but uh, what well, he he did such an amazing job. This is gonna be, this is it's just gonna be your new Big Lebowski. Oh, I wouldn't say. Uh, I really don't know. I'm gonna watch it Tuesday. I almost bought it digitally already, but I had to retain myself because it it's twenty bucks. I'm about to go spend basically yeah. twenty bucks on it. So I was like, mm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna wait. So, but I'm so excited to watch it. Again. Is, so this is gonna be at least Lebowski level for you? Uh it definitely, actually, two point, yeah, kind of is. I, it's on my top ten movies. Uh, I haven't ranked them, like, yeah, one through ten. That's a little harder to do. But if I'm doing comedies and dark comedies, then yeah, that's like right there. It was definitely my number one movie of 2019, uh, which 
yes, it beat Joker. Yes, it beat Midway. Yes, like to me, like it just, like obviously you can't take it and compare it did to it. some things, but it did beat it. Uh, 1917 is technically a 2019 yeah. movie. I will say, I will go ahead and be honest. 20, or sorry. 19, 1917 and Joker were both. I'm not going to say, I don't want to say better films or better films, but I, I do want to say like. Better filmed? Filmed better. I don't know. No, no, no. That's why I'm not. Yeah, that's why I was saying I'm not trying to say. Okay. Because Jojo Rabbit was very well filmed. It's then just what are you trying to say. I don't know. Like I think, I think to the most audiences they would prefer Joker, and 1917. And I will say the 1917 was one of the best filmed of the year. But if you really watch Jojo Rabbit and you can catch everything that they're saying, or or even just the small, you know, subtle things and of everything. It's just, it's one of those movies that if you understand it and you get it, it's basically turning something really bad and re-educating you. And it makes you feel like, like wow, that stuff really happened. And it also like makes you feel like it, you kind of laugh at it, but then you kind of don't laugh at it. And you're like, oh my gosh, like did that just really happen or, yeah. or anything like that? But it's just, it's a, in a way, it's bringing humor to history and bringing it back to a point where we don't forget. So this movie is coming into a new generation, whereas 1917, it's not necessarily, it doesn't, to me, have that same impact. And then Joker doesn't have that same impact. But on the other hand, to the majority of viewers, I think 1917 and Joker would be someone's favorite. Or as to me, (laughs) Jojo Rabbit was just, I just like all the cleverness in it and just stuff like that. Like, what about uh, Ford v. Ferrari? Oh, that was well. That was just a great story. Yeah. Like I just love the story in that. I love the sound in it. Um, obviously, I love cars. So, I just got really into that film. And that that movie was probably a top ten for me, but not a top five. But it was also really good. Um, uh, but yeah, it definitely just definitely tried Jojo Rabbit. All these films that we said are really good. Like definitely, like like this year was really good for movies and. This next year is supposed to be, I hear, just as good. So there's going to be a lot, for sure. But is there anything else? That's all I've got. All right. Well, I think I'm going to take this whiskey sour to bed. And I think we're signing off. So we'll catch you later. Catch you on the flip side.